0: Good morning, good morning. This is Reverend Milsen Yancey White with Yancey Family Ministries. So glad to be with you another blessed Saturday morning for this is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I want to start my good morning shout out starting with my loving husband, Reverend Johnny White, pastor of Olive Grove Missionary Baptist Church and good morning to our Olive Grove Church family. Also, good morning to my honorary sponsors, brother Larry Downey and his lovely wife Linda. I'm excited as always about the Word of God that I want to bring to you today. I am still dealing with Romans 8. It has been blessing me and teaching me. Amen. And that's what we want the Word of God to do. We want it to teach us and feed us what we need in such a time that we live in. And that's what the Word of God is doing to me. Over in Romans Eight. If you have your Bibles, I'm going to read the scriptures that I read last Saturday. And the word of God said there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do and that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin And peace because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. And last Saturday, I'm going to try to get it all out today. Last Saturday, my subject was the friend of my enemy, the friend of my enemy. And if you're with me, you know from that subject that I'm talking about dealing with my own self. Amen. This flesh, this thing that I was born in, shaped in iniquity. I'm the friend of my enemy, that there is a part of me that is enmity against God. It is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. When I operate and think from a selfish standpoint, I cannot please the Lord. That is my flesh. And so there's a part of me, and I have to understand that, and this is what it's been teaching me, there's a part of me that is enmity against God, this flesh, I can understand my struggles a little bit better, Um, sometimes we think we're crazy, like why did I do that, and why did I say that, and why did I go so long in the wrong direction, and you're wondering what led you, and what was pulling you, for that was your flesh, that carnal mind, Um, that because you're walking after the flesh, and not after the spirit. Um, When we got saved, the flesh didn't go anywhere, amen. God has just given us, and because of salvation and through Christ Jesus, hallelujah, we now have dominion over the flesh, amen. We now can bring it into subjection, but we have to understand why it's such a hard process. Amen. Some days are just hard. Amen. You want to do good. You start out trying to do good. You make up in your mind. You're going to love everybody. You're going to treat everybody right. And here comes the enemy. Amen. Who's been talking to your flesh. Oh, he knows your weak points. Amen. He knows those tender places. He knows those open wounds in the flesh. Those things that we have not gone to God about and take it to the Lord in prayer and allow God to shape and mold, allow God to purge us, allow God to create in us what we need. Come on, allow God to... To just purge us and get us ready and mold and shape us until we do that um uh, we're just we're just just sensitive and i should say open to the enemy the flesh is constantly in communication come on with your enemy that's why i said my friend of my enemy uh, but th- that friend uh, it, it, it no it wants what it wants and the enemy knows what it wants and we have to bring it into subjection amen so as we war and wrestle We're doing it and trying to do what's right. We got to understand what's working against us. And I know we like to put a face on what's working against us, but I tell you, we need to do more looking in the mirror before we point the finger at our spouses, at our children, at our coworkers, at our supervisor. Uh, There's something that's quite not right about me. There's something that I'm walking in a way I shouldn't be walking. Come on. I'm not walking in the spirit. I'm walking according to the flesh. Come on. That's why we want in we want to get back at somebody come on we want to do we want to do evil for evil instead of good for evil come on I hope you I hope somebody I'm ministering to somebody um, with this lesson because it's been teaching me that I need to get myself together that I need to make sure I know how I'm supposed to be walking in the spirit and not in the flesh and I tell you when I thought about it I said I need to understand my own nature. I need to understand where my faults are. I need to understand where my weak areas are. And I preached one time about the blind side. All of us have a blind side. Come on, we're self-righteous in one area. Come on, we're crossing the T's and we're dotting the I's. But there's that blind side, that thing that the flesh and your enemy is conspiring uh, uh, in that area. Amen. Um, you you notice you, you wash it under the rug, so to speak. Oh, you made excuse after excuse for what you're doing. And how you're talking and how you're acting um, That's your blind side uh, You think God is pleased when he's displeased with what you're doing um, Because when you walk in the flesh you cannot please the Lord And and, and uh, that blind side And I I don't want us to think because we understand that we're struggling That we give in to the struggle Come on, Christ came on the scene Come on, Christ understands that struggle Being in the likeness of the sinful flesh And for sin condemns sin in the flesh Come on, I'm not bringing this out. The fact that I'm dealing with myself and the flesh is the reason why I struggle so much to do what's right and to follow the obedience to God's word and to walk in the spirit. Yes, it's with me all the time, but come on, Christ has given us the victory over everything that come against us come on we even have victory over this flesh we can make the flesh obey amen I want to talk a little about how Christ established a different wall come on we were shaped in iniquity we were born in sin and we wrestle with that thing even I look at my grandchildren they start learning how to lie real early on in their lives and we know God hates a liar and you got to train a child in the way that this should go but at an early age we learn how to be sneaky? Come on, somebody. We learn how to do things behind people's backs. Uh, we know how we figure out how to lie. We figure out how to steal. You know, they'll sneak back in that kitchen and get the cookies or whatever treat they know that's in there. They learn that at an early age. But I love the fact that Christ established a different walk. When God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, and if I have a few minutes, I just want to talk about what He established. Um, Christ understands the flesh I, I read that that he was he he was being likeness of the sinful flesh come on God sent him in the likeness of the sinful flesh and for sin condemned sin in the flesh he understands this flesh amen He understands it, and he came because he understood it, but the one scripture in Matthew 4, I just want to talk about it just for a little bit, because it helps me, and I pray that it helps you, that Christ understands the flesh, but he understands how to conquer the flesh, amen, and when he came into the likeness of flesh, he knew he had to deal with that before he went to the cross, and he conquered that, and I just want to talk about Matthew 4, verses 1 through 3, where he was tempted of the enemy it says then Jesus led up in the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil and when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights and afterwards he was hungry. that's to me, I used to think I was crazy. All these little fasts I would go on to take these things out of my diet, to go periods of time that where I just deny my flesh what it wants. I, I take periods during the week where I don't do certain things because I use that time to walk and talk with God to stay in tune with Him. For I need a word from the Lord. And so I, I thought that you know, this little thing that you know, I've read about fasting, I've been hearing preaching about fasting, but then this came to light. Once again, when I thought about the friend of my enemy, how can I bring him into subjection? Come on, how can I not allow him to rule with my enemy and order my steps? But here is the answer. In my opinion, here is the answer here. And the Spirit's been dealing with me on it. It was that fact fasting when he denied the flesh because when the enemy came he was spiritually ready. Hallelujah. And that kept blessing me. We're not spiritually ready when the enemy and our friend the friend of our enemy, when they conspire, come on, when he starts to talk to the flesh, when the flesh starts to see what's pleasing to the eyes, when the flesh starts desiring certain things. Oh, we have we have victory over the flesh. We can bring it under subjection. We can deny it. We can we can starve it, so to speak. Now I'm not telling you to go into a starvation to where your health is is at risk. Because if you need to eat, um, then you need to eat for your medical but there's a lot of things you can do to fast from that's not including food. Come on, you know what you need. You need to deny your flesh something to remind yourself that my relationship with Christ means more to me than this chocolate cake, more to me than this Coca-Cola, more to me than the games on my phone, more to me than Facebook, more to me than Instagram, more to me than TikTok. There has to be this moment throughout your week, throughout your day to where you deny the flesh what it wants these things that is being entertained that's not feeding the spirit come on it's not doing anything it's not benefiting the spirit man at all and you wrapped up and tangled up with it day after day next thing you know a whole week done gone by without a prayer life and being in the presence of the lord next thing you know a whole month has gone by and all you've had is church but you ain't had your one-on-one time with god and i'm telling you if we don't do this this example of Christ. He fasted for 40 days and Christ is not telling us to fast for 40 days and 40 nights for that was the journey he was on but what he's letting us know if you want to be ready for when the enemy comes, if you don't want to operate corner-mindedly and you want to be spiritually minded come on, if you want victory in this life, if you want power over the enemy, if you want power over the flesh then you got to deny the flesh amen Denying the flesh strengthens the spirit. And that's the weapon that we have that's not carnal, but mighty through God through the pulling down of strongholds. The friend of my enemy will always be with me. My flesh is always going to be there. I can't get away from it, not until I leave this world, but I can have victory in it. I can have victory in this life, but it's under subjection by the Holy Spirit. And if I was to wrap this up, I will wrap it up with 1 Corinthians and 9. But before I go there, I I just want to talk a little bit about that that sort of testing that Christ went through. I think I had the scriptures up because I started to notice what the temptation was. And I'm wrapping this up, you all. I'm wrapping it up. That temptation was first the bread. Um he knew Christ was hungry. Amen. He knew he was hungry. What the flesh wanted. He tempted him first with the bread. Come on. But Christ knew that he was ready to deny it. Because he had learned in those 40 days and 40 nights that man cannot live by bread alone. But every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. And that's what we need to do with our flesh. We need to deny it what it wants. Then I thought about how he wanted to stroke Jesus' ego. Say you all that and a bag of chips that if you even jumped over I leaped over this and if you should jump throw yourself down, excuse me, thank you God, if you should throw yourself down let's dash that foot against the stones for the angels would take charge over you, oh he was dealing with his ego at that point, if you all that, if you all saved and sanctified, surely God won't let anything happen to you, but Christ had an answer for that, in the spirit, and then he tempted him with all that was in the land, come on somebody, and Christ knew it would pass away, he had a clear mind as what he, he was and what he was facing because he fasted because he had that period of time where he denied the flesh he realized that he could do it he realized that he didn't need that but what he needed was the word of God he came into a clarity place in his life to make the decisions that he needed to make I have run out of time thank you for tuning in and I pray this is encouraging to you and maybe I teach more on this and talk more about it but thank you for tuning in and remember today and throughout every day to rejoice and be glad why because God loves you